Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. The fact is that in the real world, problems aren't actually one person large. They require more than one person working together to get something done. Right. And in fact, if you embrace that and capitalize on it, your right. results are going to be significantly better. My name is Spree Devora, host of The Women in Tech Show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create The Women in Tech Show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. I call it actionable empowerment. Every single episode, you'll hear the story of a fantastic woman in tech, from engineers to founders to investors to journalists to designers, all sorts of different females in tech who have thrived. I want to share their stories with you so that you can can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast, coming at you from Phoenix, Arizona. Yes, celebrating incredible women in tech around the world. And now I have Jennifer here with me. Hello. Good afternoon. Yeah. Do you go by Jen or Jennifer? Usually Jen. Jen? Okay, so we're, go- we're doing Jen. Jen, Go ahead, introduce yourself to everybody and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Uh, I am Jen Leach. I'm a VP of engineering and co-founder of Trustworks, which is a software consultancy based in San Francisco. We specialize in highly scalable, high compliance uh, deployments of applications. Awesome. So you were a speaker at ACT as well. That's correct. Okay. What was your talk on? So my talk this morning was on collaboration. Uh, and about how not starting with what people can do to collaborate effectively and then uh, going into, since this is more a leadership audience, going into how people can lead teams or if, even if not in a leadership position, help their organizations and teams to be better at collaboration. And how did it go? Like, what did you like most about it? Uh, well, I thought it, it went really well, um, but that's partly based on the fact that several people came up to me and were extremely thankful for the talk. Oh, so for I love me, that's, it. that's the best metric of success. And when did you discover Chick Tech? Who puts on ACT? When I discovered Chick Tech was when they asked me to speak. Oh, cool. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. And, um, and where are you from? San Francisco. San Francisco. So you flew in to Phoenix. Correct. And when do you fly back? Tomorrow. Oh, exciting. I hear there's a great botanical garden here that I'm going to check out tomorrow. You know, I learned that too, because I was using it as a made-up example for one of my interactive activities during the workshop, and um, I discovered that it's actually a real thing. Yeah. (laughs) So getting into the tech world, when did you first discover the tech world, and and how did you become passionate about it? Like, what was that moment? Uh, Well, for me, I've I've always really loved math and science, so um, maybe when I was like eight, you know, so I'm not sure if, if that's exactly the kind of answer you're looking for. Yeah, no, it is. Yes. <laughs> um, what happened at eight? Oh, I just love math and logic, and I always have. Um, so, and then when I was 10, I started coding. Um, when, when I was 11, I started doing, entering in math competitions. <laughs> and, and, and you just felt like a spark about it throughout your childhood? It was thrilling for me. I, I just, it just, I... There's something about, um, I don't know, I'm not sure where it comes from, but there's a certain joy that I get from understanding numbers. Uh, 
it makes me happy. <laughs> the, and, and how did you parlay that childhood curiosity into your professional life as an adult? Ah, that was a whole different question. <laughs> uh, well, you know, so I, I did get a degree in computer engineering um, and you know, started working on building my own websites and that kind of thing when I was in high school, um, dating myself here. Uh, that, was, that was before people really necessarily knew what websites were. So uh, figuring that all out for myself, um, all of that went actually rather swimmingly. It was, yeah. it was playing to the things that I really loved and I had a lot of fun doing and it, 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 was, um, it felt a groove there. The part where it got really difficult was, was actually entering industry and then understanding the things that are very different in the real world versus um, an academic environment. And what do you love most about your job today? Uh, today, since I am a founder of a company um, and a VP of engineering, I have a lot of um, ability to craft the environment that's going to help everyone in my company be the most successful, um, and that, I, I love that. And are you a first-time founder? Yes. Well, well of a multi-person company, yes. <laughs> uh, how, how did that flow for you? You mean, how did I how, get into it? Though? Yeah, how did you like, deal with it? I mean, that's a lot of pressure to become a founder and scary and overwhelming. Uh, well, you know, I think it depends partly on how you come to it. Um, I came to it because I wanted to, to do things to make the company that I wanted to be in. And I already had that kind of fire and drive and, and also ideas about what I wanted to do. Yeah. So um, I, for me, it was much more opportunity than, than pressure. And what... You gave a talk on collaboration. What were, like, a couple, a teaser of the key takeaways from your talk? Uh, boy, so uh, the, there, there, I would say there are two segments. The first is a framework for thinking about collaboration and being able to do some kind of analysis on how, how well people are collaborating, collaborating. If they're not collaborating well, what's breaking down and why? Uh, so and being able to do that in a way that's kind of methodical. And then the other part is uh, a framework for, for approaching things from a leadership perspective and helping to craft policies and behaviors in your team to get the right result. And what's a huge challenge that you've overcome in your life uh, successfully, and what did you learn from it? Uh, realizing, so actually one of the inspirations for why I got into collaboration as a topic, I would say, is one of the, 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 the big changes for me. And that was realizing that tech is fundamentally a collaborative discipline. It's not it fundamentally is. an individual discipline. Interesting, because it feels very individualistic. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> That's the trap. And, and... Go into that a little bit more. Um, why do you think we see it one way, and why is it something else? I think I think part of the reason that it comes off as being very individualistic is that uh, it borrows strongly from heavily academic backgrounds, and academia tends to be very individualistic, and it can be individualistic. Uh, you know, there is anyone who has ever tried to hire people straight out of college who is actually running a team knows very, very well that um, fresh college graduates have no idea what it means to work with another person. Right. And, you know, I, th I really see that as a failure of our educational institutions. That aside, um, the fact is that in the real world, problems aren't actually one person large. They require more than one person working together to get something done. Right. And, in fact, 
um, if you embrace that and capitalize on it, your right. results are going to be significantly better. And what can we see from you in the future? Where do you want to go from here? Well, I'm, getting, I'm continuing to build out my company. Uh, so we're making the company, uh, we're right now we're about 25 people, we're going to 50 in the next year and a half. And um, part of that is going to be continuing to grow out uh, processes and policies within our company that, that facilitate um, maintaining a, a collaborative atmosphere and one that, um, by the mechanics of the company itself, produces the emergent qualities we want in teams rather right. than like just you know top down enforcing something. We we try to um, create environmental conditions that enable people to really bring their their full self to work. So uh, so. In, in the process of doing the work to build the company and build the teams and learn from that process, um, I hope to continue to share that with the rest of the tech industry. And who are your customers? Who do you serve? Uh, we, are, as a consultancy, serve the government sector as well as the commercial sector. Uh, it's kind of evenly split at this point. So. And what resources do you access to further your skill set? Uh, I read a lot of books, usually the audio version. Um, I'm uh, uh, much faster with an audio version of something than a text version. Uh, books. I read some blog posts. I talk to people, go to conferences. Is, is there another answer that you're thinking of? Or? Oh, no. It's whatever's authentic to you. Yeah. Well, no, what I'm thinking is that like, what I, is I'm going through that list. I'm like, this is like all of the list of obvious sources. <laughs> Is there something special? I don't know. Well, like for me, in order to further my um, my learning, sometimes I'll Google things on YouTube yeah. and or research things on YouTube, and I'll learn that way. Um, I know that I listen to a lot of books on Audible. Yeah. Specifically, Letting Go has been a great book. Right. Um, you know, I yeah, I just I I seek out different things. I'm reading the Zig Ziglar management book. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I listen to a lot of books on Audible. Um, that's probably my biggest source right now. Yeah, Audible's great. I love Audible. Yeah. Um, and uh, where can people connect with you? Uh, well, let's see. I can be reached um, through my company. You know, if you go to our website and hint, enter in the form, I'm, I'm on the other end of that form. Can you um, spell it out for us? Uh, the, well, the, the website is https colon slash slash T-R-U-S-S dot W-O-R-K-S. That's HTTPS colon slash slash trust dot works. And are you guys on social too? Sure. We are, uh, let's see, I believe we're TrustWorks on Twitter and uh, we're on Facebook as well. And do you have a personal social place where you're comfortable, even LinkedIn? Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. I think, I think it's Jen Leach, maybe. I honestly, I need to double check that. And, the, and how do you spell your name? J-E-N-L-E-E-C-H. Cool. And on uh, but Twitter, I'm Jennifer M. Leach. That's J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R-M, as in Mary, L-E-E-C-H. Awesome. Jen, thanks so much for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast. It has been amazing celebrating all these women in tech here in Phoenix, Arizona. Be sure to stay connected on social and say hello at Women in Tech Show on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, and collaborate with all the extraordinary women via our Women in Tech Facebook group, womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. Takes you straight to the Facebook group. I will talk to you guys here. You guys see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Women in Tech is an independently funded project funded by you, the community. 
So the way that you could support us is by going to patreon.com slash women in tech and making a small contribution. Every little bit counts. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash women in tech. Thank you so much for believing in our vision. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.